Together with Dylan Harrison. Here is your host, Dylan Harrison. It's been hot. <laughs> I like it. That's, um, yeah. yeah. What do you think of our new show intro? I don't like it. I don't like it. You, um, I don't, I don't like your voice. <laughs> I don't like that it resorts to uh, talking about weather, <laughs> dude. This is your concept. You pitched this. Yeah, oh, oh, it's my life, pretty much. You know, <laughs> whenever we talk about my life, like oh, what's the weather? Did you see that? I broke ninety-five degrees today. Uh, I went and golfing, and I worked. So okay, and I got the kid. <laughs> Okay, fine. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it. Well, how we normally do it. Very bad. Okay, but hopefully it'll get better as time goes on. Pro Wrestling Podcast. I uh, am your host, Carter, and this is my tag team partner, Dylan. Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, oh, I see I, better when you reported on the weather. Oh, God, yeah. Um, I feel kind of guilty because I am not drinking a natty right now and <laughs> recording this episode with you because that seemed to be a pretty big factor in the uh in the last episode the interview episode that you did yes and um thanks to that episode we now have a giant influx of new fans flooding uh our show and you have already pissed them off well it is what it is you know time will tell so yeah well i think you know so what we're referring to, of course, is the previous interview episode with Mr. Bradley Prescott the Fourth, and we are extremely appreciative of him taking the time out to sit by and humor me and put me over. He didn't really put himself over very well. He put me over really he's, well. He was very adamant about putting you over. <laughs> I would have thought it was his podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, slipped him a 50 afterwards, yeah. just Venmo right on yeah. over. Just put me over, baby. Put me over, baby. <laughs> No, but, but uh, yeah, uh, I liked it. Very appreciative of Mr. Pre- Mr. Fourth coming on and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, doing that interview. And hopefully, at another point, um, get to interview him again. And you know, I'll get to you know talk to him a little bit too. So definitely. Now, keep in mind, he did mention on the show that he is twenty six. So. Uh-huh. Um, our audience is going to skew a little, a little younger, um, following that now. So you got to get hip with the slang terms. You've got to, uh, start listening to Cardi B. Um, I, yeah, I haven't done cardio in like 10 years, so. (laughs) Well, it has to start now. (laughs) I can't even do it. And you want me to listen to it? (laughs) You just go to a gym and just close your eyes and listen to people running. Okay. I can do that. I'll do that. B-side only, though. 
Yeah, Cardi B side. Right. I think that's how it works. I like it. I like it. Okay. Well, anyway, so you took a little vacation. Uh, you were away um, doing mm-hmm. other things. What'd you do with your time? Watch wrestling? I did watch wrestling. I totally watched wrestling. I, um, I did other things that... You know, when this question has been asked before, I have oh given God, similar don't answers. Don't bring up the weather. So. <laughs> don't bring up the weather. We've you see, you think this. this is such a big deal about bringing up the weather. I think the weather was only maybe brought up once. <laughs> Out of how many times we've been doing this little bit on our show, I think I only You're brought right. up the weather once. You're right. I should have been like, it's back to work with Dylan Harrison. How's work, Dylan? <laughs> Oh, you know, I got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> you see, Shit, no, see, man. See, that's that's more fair of you to uh, judge me on. Okay, you know, well, the, we'll, by the work answer. So, all right, I'll change the name of our fake show to Back to Work. Okay. <laughs> the fake show. <laughs> the fake. Yeah, <laughs> that's fake our show. That's our cover show. Oh, okay. Like side, if we were we were show. running an yeah yeah sideshow, <laughs> we were running an FBI undercover operation. We would have a uh, blacked out van with uh-huh. a sign on the side that said "Back to Work," and then there would be like a caricature of your head. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Well, listen. With all the new viewers we have, we can use that money from their from their viewers, listeners, all the new listeners, or what, whatever they are. You know. Oh God, <laughs> this is going downhill quick and painless. With all the new influx of listeners to the podcast, we can use that money to buy that van and pay that caricature artist. Yes. He better okay, do, he better do a damn good job too. So, what what are you drinking today, sir? What am I drinking today? Wrestling. Oh God. Um. Well, like I said, it isn't an Addy. So, but it is. I have a bottle of Clover Valley purified drinking water, what and f- um, which I haven't gotten into yet. But who are you, me? <laughs> Where am I? Um. But I also have a my returning friend, the founder Solid Gold. He's back. Yeah. I think we should start our own um, brewing company. Okay. And just name all of our beers after wrestlers. For example, Lex Lager. Lex Lager. Hmm. Yeah. That's all I got so far. Um, well, that was pretty quick. <laughs> you and, came up with that pretty quick. Okay. Well, it just came to me. What do you got? Hit me. Um... God, this is something you have to really think about because you got to be, if you're going to go this way with naming a beer after any wrestler, you have to be really clever about it. So Mikey Whipwrecktoberfest. No, that doesn't roll off the tongue like Lex Lager. Listen, I knew what I was going to say and I still almost messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. I don't know. I, um... Malt kind, you know, mankind. <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if that flew too far over your head or not, but <laughs> no, no. Cactus Jack okay. Daniels. 
Okay, well, that would be not a beer, but no, but um, that's ca- something. Cactus Berry Jack. You're all right. Okay. I, tr- I tried. Start that. I tried. We're not. We're not starting that company after all. We'll we'll put it on the back burner for right now. That works. Okay, we'll come back to it. Yeah. So, um. Okay. <laughs> what have you been up to? How's um? Where's that baby at? Is that baby here yet? No. <laughs> oh. Okay. I don't know what she's doing. She. She's just cozy, man. Uh, we're thirty nine weeks, mm-hmm. so any day now, really. Oh wow, um, any day. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, technically, forty day, forty days, forty weeks mm-hmm. is full term, so it should be anytime soon. But um, yeah, now, so we'll see. Now, have you, uh, have you and your uh, wife? begun like prepping a bag to like take to the hospital and all the supplies bags that you are packed bags are packed and ready to go <clears throat> yeah awesome yeah bags are packed um yeah I, mean, I, I don't know i don't i don't even know what else is left i mean we got bags are packed baby baby seat car seat is in the car yeah everything's ready i'm gonna tell Just you right now that drive home from the hospital with the baby in your car is going to be like the most nerve-wracking drive oh, yeah. that you will probably ever have. Because I, I remember the feeling that I had when I uh, was driving back from the hospital with my daughter in the car for the first time. And I was my eyes were bugging out like all over the place and, you know, horns beeping at every little thing every little chipmunk or bird that flew in front of me you know and yeah it is is pretty nerve-wracking yeah i um <clears throat> i'm expecting that i mean i'm a really um patient person now um <laughs> at this moment recording <laughs> but i'm also i don't know um I, uh, I'm the baby in my family. I'm the youngest. Um, didn't really grow up around other cousins. Even my cousins are all older. So I was never really exposed to babies much uh, in my growing up. So um, like my my next young, my youngest cousin, I'm like 11 years older than he is. And um, I wasn't really around him when he was a baby too much. Yeah. So I was never really thrust into the like, all right, babysit and change diapers and all this other stuff. So like, it's really a brand new experience for me. But the, I guess, advantage there is that I'm not too proud to uh, ask myself. for help. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm not too proud to ask for help. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be like, I know what I'm doing. Cause like, no, I'm, you know, if, if my wife freaks out and tells me I'm doing something wrong, I'll be like, okay, hey, that's fine. Tell me uh, that totally how, makes sense. How would you like me to do it? You know, so you don't hold them by the ankle, okay? I you don't hold them by the ankle. I read that wrong. Oh, I always held my daughter by the ankle. Oh, okay. So that's far. That's right then. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a preference. Yeah. 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 Go see if she likes it first. Yeah. <laughs> She starts crying, then you know we'll switch up. But <laughs> maybe I don't, you don't do it. If I, if I don't hear anything after the first couple of days, then I think we're good. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's it though. Just more waiting for the most part. I uh, so waiting on the baby. That's one thing. The other thing I've been doing lately. I don't know if you know this. Interviewing wrestlers. 
Oh yeah, so. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> trying to do my job over yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, trying to keep this podcast afloat. Are you now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe just record some episodes. Wink, wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge. <laughs> hey, I'm here right now, okay? You are here. I'm here I, right now. Listen. No, we'll the fun, no, the, this... no, the funny thing is, is that when was it? Monday you texted me? Monday or Tuesday? Mm. You're like, mm. hey, I did something. I hope you like it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Then uh, you told me that you recorded an uh, episode and interviewed Mr. Forth. And Mr. Forth, Mr. may the fourth. fourth be with you. Yeah, Mr. Forth. I was like, huh? You did, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you did that, huh? Yeah. No, I mean, kidding aside, I it was cool. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to it, and I think it came out great. And you know, it was pretty good for first time doing an interview on the show. So kud- well, kudos will, to you. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, and also my back is tired and sore from carrying this damn podcast. You know what? Do you want to get into some deep shit here right now? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I can really tell you what's been going on in the past couple of weeks if you like, but I don't think it's that Just, kind of podcast. So Listen, all I care about is the weather, okay? <laughs> and I care about going to work. <laughs> the odd couple. Yeah. Um, no, I was going somewhere with, oh yes, that's right. I wanted to take this moment to apologize. Um, there's a lot of background noise in that interview, uh, episode and I had to use audio from my phone and not audio from my mic. So those of you that had to suffer through that, I'm sorry. Yeah. Deal with it. But also deal with it. Yeah. You don't like it. Do your own interview. Yeah. Figure out, figure out a way do an interview better than let me know or let Carter know. And yeah, you know, by God, we'll, we'll do it that way then. I, I like, I like this new feisty Dylan. <laughs> it's a solid gold, man. Spicy Dylan. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> Speaking of spice, maybe we should talk about wrestling. I don't know. You want uh, to? What we got, like, should we? 14 minutes in? Yeah, we should probably, we should probably pull the plug and, Uncork this wrestling podcast. Yeah, to, that's to its, what it is. Wrestling. To it, yeah, to its full potential. Yeah. Okay. Even though you never asked me what I was drinking, but that's fine. Oh, you're probably drinking Bud Light. Lex Lager. Lex Lager. <laughs> no, yeah, I am drinking Bud Light. How'd you? How'd you? How'd you know? Because I think a couple of weeks ago you told me you had a bunch of Bud Light in your refrigerator. Yeah, baby shower Bud Light. Yeah, and then we had a discussion about how we were always able to drink Bud Light in our younger years, but now that we've kind of grown into all these different craft beers and then we go back to Bud Light, it's just like Magoo. So. I'm drinking Bud Light. Well, okay. I understand that you're drinking Bud Light. (laughs) (laughs) All right, enough of that. Okay. Wrestling. Wrestling. (laughs) Where do you want to start? <laughs> well, uh, we start with Monday night. I didn't really catch a lot on Monday night. 
So um, I know. <laughs> so moving I, on, Tuesday. So, so Tuesday night. That's usually NWA. That wasn't on. Wednesday. No. <laughs> I missed it. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, huh? <laughs> Thursday. It's I wa- hot outside. I watched a Dynamo match. I don't think we want to talk about that. No. So uh, let's 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 rewind a little bit. Okay. Um. Because so, we had SmackDown, okay. and Smack, which uh, not Monday, but Friday. Yeah. <clears throat> but SmackDown, you saw um the new faction. So last week, um. You know, WWE just couldn't help themselves. They had to uh, take to social media and say, well, it's rumored tonight that a new faction is going to be debuting. Why would you say that, first of all? I guess in their eyes, they're trying to build interest in the show to get more people to tune in. Because <laughs> no one cares yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's the, o- mean- that's the only way I can see it. I think that there's better way. If you want to, like, I don't know, man. I just, they literally give everything away on social media. Oh, looks like uh, CM Punk is out and he is coming to town. Huh? I don't know. (laughs) I think you're following the wrong social media account. (laughs) Oh, whoops. Yeah. That's TMZ. Yeah. Um,. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That no, I get what so you're retro- saying, though. I get what you're yeah. saying. I mean, but I'm sure with the way the ratings have been lately for WWE, that going this route, this route, this route, and route, 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 and uh, you know, giving little hints about a possible faction coming on a SmackDown. I mean, that's probably their only way to really generate any interest in the show. Or make get people interested in wanting to tune in. Well, you had that plus Shane McMahon returning. So, from your standpoint, <clears throat> well, didn't, didn't, they an, didn't they announce that too? That Shane McMahon was going to be on Raw? Yes, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. Okay. Is, so, you're probably right because I think if you look at the ratings alone, when Shane debuted or returned, whenever that was to raw and they, and you know, ratings, I guess were, I don't know. Great. (laughs) Babies were being thrown in the air and natty lights were uh, being cracked open. There you go. Get them back. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that, yeah, you're, you're right. They were probably, it was all part of that plan. Mm -hmm. You got Shane and that, I immediately thought, great, you're not going to be able to have one without the other. So Shane's going to be the leader of this new faction. Thankfully, I was wrong. Well, first of all, well, first of all, what what did you think of the faction? What did you think of retribution? I don't know yet. I'm reserving judgment until I find out who's in it and where they go. Mm -hmm. Um, Because this is only like the second week, right? Yeah. yeah, it's very, it's Job Squad meets NWO is kind of what I'm thinking. Because it's a faction that's gone to all three brands. And it's supposedly people that are pissed off that they 
are booked better. So it's kind of like the job squad, right? But it's also NWO. In well, that I don't, we're taking. I mean, did over. they actually say that about themselves? Like, we're pissed because we're not being booked better. So let's <laughs> put a mask on and tear shit up. Was, I mean, I don't think they actually came out and said that. I mean, that, it seems like they were very uh, anti WWE and yeah, with the way was, things are being ran in that company. That's well, yes, and I guess that's the. Um, conclusion I'm jumping to or most people are jumping to is that if it's already if it's talent you already have and they're quote unquote tired of the way things are being run then it would be it would be job guys (laughs) people that are essentially looked over right yeah so I mean so far we don't know anyone that's that's in there no and I suppose that'll be kind of how it it plays out is People will kind of identify themselves week after week. Kind of, um, kind of like aces and eights. Do you remember? Do you remember aces and eights in TNA? I do, but I don't. Um, I mean, I must have tuned in after the fact. Oh, well, it was just like a really long build of like revealing who's in the in the group. It. it seems so like it yes. seems like every time they revealed somebody, <laughs> it kind of seemed like a disappointment. Like, oh, that guy, ah, <laughs> oh, him. What? Ah. Oh. So I don't know. Yeah, Lash Larue. Ah, uh, really? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's fine. Spike Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Stevens. <laughs> uh, so yeah, retribution. Um, retribution. Retribution. We'll find out. I don't know. I think it could could go well. Um, I, you you and I have talked about it before. I'm a fan of factions in wrestling if they're done right, and um, you know this has potential. So hopefully they don't mess it up. Well, we'll wait and see about that. Oh, we'll wait and see. the famous line. We'll wait and see. 22 minutes in and you're dropping wait and see? Yeah. This is a special episode. This is, I'm totally unhinged right now. <laughs> this is like underground. Speaking of underground. Oh, whoa, look at that segue. Raw underground. Oh, I didn't think that's where you're going. Oh, well, it was. <laughs> um, yeah, Raw Underground. I believe this was the second week of Raw Underground. Like you said so earlier, tell me what Raw Underground is. Basically, it's like a it's an underground fight club for WWE superstars who aren't getting booked properly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I am I kind of in the ballpark right there, or? Yeah, yeah, I okay. say you nailed it. Okay, cool, cool. I don't even know that big guy, T- Tamale or <laughs> Tamale K- K- Kuma- Kumite Koda. No, K- Kodak I- moment. Kodak Films. No. Oh crap! You're on the right track, though. It's Kota. I don't know. Are you looking it up right now? No, oh, sorry. Okay. Um, 
I kicked a door earlier, not on purpose. It was completely on accident. Story happens all the time. Um, Did you do it after watching Raw Underground? <laughs> and uh, my toe is bleeding. Oh, nice. So like, yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> moving on. Raw Underground. So okay. So it's it's like a underground fight club in during Raw. Yeah. And. It's hosted by Shane McMahon, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of WWE's take on Bloodsport? I, I mean, they're trying something different, right? Yep. It's something we haven't really seen. We haven't seen before, and. This kind of comes back to what we were talking about a little while ago about the ratings that they're trying to do something to build interest in people tuning in the show. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm 50-50 about it right now. I know that sounds really, you know, not decisive one way or the other, but that's honestly just how I feel about it. It's like 50-50 right now. I mean, I think it's a cool presentation. They have, you know, the people standing around in this really dirty, grimy, I don't know, I don't know if it's the basement of the headquarters or something. No, it's no fight pit. It's no fight pit. Um, But no, it's dirty and grimy, really underground, and you've got the ring set up in the middle, no ropes, and it's just kind of harkens back to like a you know, like a bare knuckle underground fighting thing. So, I mean, yeah, I applaud them for trying something different, but right now it's not really generating a lot of interest for me, but I'm not going to sit here and put it down because we don't know where it's going yet. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, you and I are, have, I, I think historically been overly critical of WWE and their inability to try things new. So it'd be pretty hypocritical of us if we weren't at least applauding their efforts for trying something new. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with you on that stance of, Hey, it's new. It's completely different. Um, let's give it a chance. So I am, I mean, I liked that they used Shayna Bla- uh, Sh- Sh- Shayna Blazer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Sh- the name Shana of a certain Baszler. device that I have. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice, yeah. nice, yeah. Product placement. Yeah. Um, I liked that they put Shayna Baszler in there this week. Um, the presentation was a little, um, yeah. It, I, Exactly. That's you know. That's what I was trying to you know put out there, and I didn't. I didn't really have a good way to put it, so I was just kind of like, ah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. It's weird because it's a it's a it's essentially an environment where the MMA fighters should flourish, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's going to end up being an environment that the pure wrestlers do well in. Like, well, it's an element can, where you can bring in 
elements of both. You can have like your pure wrestlers and your MMA style. Um, I could see wrestlers. Daniel Bryan doing well in there. I could see Nakamura doing well in there. Like mm-hmm. when I say doing well, I mean like really putting that concept over and making it look legitimate, believable. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Guys like that, I think can do it. Your MMA people at the end of the day, you're still asking them to pull their punches and that's just tough, you know, mm-hmm. for them. So reserving judgment, I, I applaud them for trying something new. It's going to evolve. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things that have been introduced by WWE over the years where on night one, you're like, what is this? And then six months later, you're like, I like this. <laughs> you know, yeah. So I can't believe nobody knows? didn't like this when it first came out. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, um, let's see what else. Oh, um, we can talk about Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton mm-hmm. punting Ric Flair in the head. Potentially, did he or didn't he? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Are you thinking it's like a setup? Maybe. I mean, probably not. He yeah. probably punted him, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but the, the the possibilities are there to be like he didn't punt him and, you know, Ric Flair, the dirtiest player in the game, is in on it, you know? Yeah. That's an interesting concept. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because either way, Randy's going to come off looking, I mean, looking like a major heel. Right. You know, if he punts him or not. But Randy's yeah. Randy's been really on fire lately, though. I think we've said this before, but Randy has been been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> no, he has. I um, obviously I think the Edge uh, feud took him over the. Over the edge. <sighs> yeah, he, he, yeah, you just did a pun. So I did. Yeah, yeah. yay! <laughs> I did the pun. Uh, um, can we get can we get the four, Mr. Fourth back on here, please? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, <laughs> he's done. He's done good. <laughs> he's done great. I like. He did I like the, the Randy. He did fun things on TV that I clap for. Punt. <laughs> Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah. Um he <laughs> He's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> So, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think of that feud as a whole? I'm interested in it. Do you think it's a feud that will actually take the belt off of McIntyre? I don't know. I don't know. My fear is that they start to blame McIntyre for the poor ratings. Oh, that would be a stupid way to go. 
I agree. I, I mean, I think that they finally have the belt on who needs to have the belt. I I would like to see them do kind of what AEW has done. And now it may be part of the story, and it always has been, regardless of COVID. But um, I would like them to do the, okay, let's keep the belts where they're at until we get our fans back. Mm-hmm. And then kind of judge the ebbs and flows and where we should go. That's I, I mean, and they may be doing that. I just I hope that's the case. I hope they're not freaking out and panicking and being like, "Okay, McIntyre isn't drawing. Let's, you know, put it on Orton. Let's, yeah, put the title on Orton and put Drew in uh, Raw Underground. <laughs> right. Yeah. Drew's going to lead Retribution. Yeah, and compete in Raw Underground. Right. I like I, mean, just, I, I like the feud though. I like it. I think it's I my opinion I've enjoy I've been enjoying watching it and it's got my interest. Yeah. No, me too. I I I like to see when they have um legitimate feuds that truthfully could go either way. Like, I don't like it when it's kind of a throwaway like oh my god, who's the who's challenging for the title? It's uh, Hornswoggle. <laughs> no! <laughs> you know. Uh, or, uh, yeah. Or but Dolph Ziggler anyway. again. Yes, that is, probably should have just went with that. Yeah. But <laughs> that's actually more ridiculous than Hornswoggle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anything else from uh, Monday night that you would like to talk about or... I don't think so. I think we've, I mean, there, one thing I can say about WWE, because we kind of covered SmackDown, eh, we didn't really cover SmackDown, but we mentioned SmackDown and Raw, WWE's got a lot going on. I mean, I was thinking about it earlier today before we started recording, and I was like, okay, what are all the angles right now? Like, what are the, the feuds being pushed? What What's going on? And we haven't even talked about NXT yet. No. And it's, I mean, just Raw has a lot going on. Yeah, we didn't talk about Bailey and Sasha on SmackDown. Mm-mm. I don't know what the hell's going on with the Fiend and Braun Strowman. I mean, there's just a lot. It's a lot to take in at times, and I think yeah. we've mentioned that before. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. yeah, it can it can be a little overwhelming at times, but I think it kind of looks like. The Fiend and Strowman are going to fight at SummerSlam, and the title will actually be on the line this time. I think uh, Strowman's kind of coming off as a more of a monster-like character, kind of harkening back to his days with the Wyatt family. Yeah, a little he bit. Said he didn't care about Alexa Bliss. What's that about? Yeah. What? How can you not? I mean. Anyways, but. <laughs> He's on <That's>... fire. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Um, so that's that. But now we'll talk about NXT a little bit. You got Pat McAfee and Adam Cole. Uh-huh. You sure do. So we, yeah. We, sure we mentioned that as a potential feud weeks ago. And obviously, wouldn't you know it, it was a work the whole time. <gasps> Can you believe that? I What a bunch of shenanigans. Shenanigans? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so how do you think? How do you? Uh, honestly, I with all the previous NFL talent that has come into the WWE, and I really don't have any interest in it. No, no, not really. I mean, like I said, look at all the ta- the talent from the NFL that's come in before. How how did that work out? What we had like Gronk. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you forgot about Gronk, didn't you? I I was literally like, yeah, I was I was going way back. Oh, oh, yeah, Gronk who lost the twenty four seven title in his front yard to our truth. Yeah, what a disgrace. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I just I think it's just going to be a one off thing, and that's going to be it. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it will. I mean, they'll have their match at TakeOver, and, you know, that'll be the end of it. Now, the thing is, I think Pat McAfee is uh, actually trained. Or he... Who did he train with? He... I heard somewhere that he set up a ring at his house and had... Oh God! Who is it that came and trained him? What is his name? I can't think of it right now. Off the top. oh man, it, it'll come. It'll come to me later. But I you know, was it was for a, a payoff to that. But no, no, it was a it was a pretty well known, um, very respected veteran of the wrestling business that he's been working with for I don't know, last six months to a year, I think. Gobbledygooker. No, not the gobbledygooker. Not the gobbledygooker. So, I mean, and he's in there, and he'll be in there with Adam Cole. So, and, you know, we know Adam Cole can work. He can work his ass off. So we'll, I mean. I'm sure it'll be fine. You know, it'll be what it is. It'll be, it's an entertainment. It's going to be for entertainment. It's not going to be a freaking Matt Classic, you know, so. No. It is what it is. I'm, I, you know, lived in Indy for six years and uh, was a Colts fan, and that was just happened to be when Pat McAfee was on the team. So um, I'm a Pat McAfee guy, also an Adam Cole guy, just not jazzed about the, the match. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of Wednesdays. Uh, AEW, AEW is on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. I think. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Um, Wednesday Night Dynamite. The last episode that you and I had, you were saying that you were pissed off. Did because I? Because, yeah. You were, you were. Oh, because of MJF? You were because rolling they were, up your you, sleeves. <laughs> yep. You were, you were typing away on that typing machine, trying to uh, send my some typewriter. dirty, <laughs> dirty emails. Not dirty. Mean emails to Tony Khan saying, listen here, guy, fella, we need more MJF. And it paid off. Wouldn't it, you know it? It paid off. Your emails were answered. I know. And boy, and boy were they answered. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. What do you think of that? I mean, first of all, acknowledge that I was right and that. Uh, I didn't there say was... you were wrong. I just said at the time <laughs> they're not doing anything. Yeah. Um,. So it was all for a reason. But tell me, what do you think, man? MJF, 
John Moxley. Let's hear it. What do you got? I like it. I really do like it. And MJF is playing it perfectly. I like the fact that he's taking the route of doing this whole campaign shtick to go along with it. Campaigning about how he should be the next world champion and how Moxley is not our champion and MJF in 2020, we deserve better. I like that whole route that he's taken. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So I like it a lot. What did you, did you notice? Um, I assume you watched Dynamite. Yeah. Did you notice when he was walking down the hall and he pushed the security guard? Did you see what, that was a, it was an Easter egg, if you will. No, I didn't notice that. Tell me. So, uh, MJF was an extra on, um, uh, one of the NXT takeovers uh-huh. uh, when Samoa Joe was champ. Okay. And he was a security guard and he was leading Samoa Joe down the hallway and Joe pushed him against the wall. I did not know that. Yep. It was pretty much that exact same setup. That's interesting. So well, I guess or he, yeah. Yeah. So he did the same thing and it was, you know, kind of a, tongue-in-cheek like little wink to you know if you'd if you'd seen it before yeah that's interesting that's look it up uh not right now but okay okay yeah you don't need to right yeah. now but eventually so, look it up but um this week we got another <clears throat> mjf campaigning segment and this time moxley actually came out and yep yeah and basically hit him with a paradigm shift. The only thing I didn't like about this was that MJF sends his people out into the crowd to block off Moxley from coming in because he usually comes in through the crowd. But this time Moxley comes in, you know, through the actual entrance. Um, And God, it took him a while for his guys to get back to the ring after Moxley attacked him. Okay. But that, I mean, that, that, depending that's, on how that's, far they went. Right. I mean, that's my only nitpick and everything like that, I guess. I mean, they got out of the ring pretty fast and were into the crowd and going up to all the entrances out in the crowd pretty fast. So I imagine they could run back just as fast. I mean, but that's just like minute, minute, you know. I mean, nitpicking on that so i mean yeah that is nitpicking um it's pretty pretty shitty nitpicking yeah crappy nitpicking (laughs) (laughs) son of a bitch (laughs) you suck why don't you go back to predicting the weather yeah um so what do you think is uh gonna happen here i mean you got another all out mjf Mm -hmm. moxley What's uh, what's your prediction? Oh man! Do they throw the the strap on MJF this soon? This soon? I guess when I say this soon, I mean this soon in his career. I mean, he could definitely handle it. If I think so, I mean. Like I said, he's been doing great so far. 
it's I don't know. How long has Moxley been champion for? Oh man. Since January, I think. January. No, no that's not right. I either I think since either February or March. Yeah. Because I remember um Fozzie was supposed to go on tour in the, you know, late spring, early summer. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, okay, well, Mox is definitely going over. And so, yeah, maybe February or March. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I say, I say do it. I say put the title on him. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be, it would be the first world champion that they've had that's been a quote-unquote original homegrown. Yeah. And the guy can definitely carry himself. He can he can do it. So. You know, I, I don't know how it plays out. I don't want the feud to end. Regardless of what the, the ending is, I don't want the feud to be over with. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I would say that that's my biggest criticism on AEW so far, is that feuds end when matches end. Pretty much. I mean, uh, God, let's look at Cody and uh, Lance Archer. Exactly. <laughs> they, had, exactly. they had one my, match and, like, you know, they're, they're cool yeah. now. So. Yep, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yep. And, and, you know, Lance and, and Jake the Snake are doing those promos, and it's like, it's just, it doesn't really mean as much anymore. Like, that's great, everybody dies, unless you have a title, then they they beat you. Yeah, what's, so. going, what's going on with those promos? So they're in the locker room, and then Lance Archer is just, like, throwing people into the lockers and beating <laughs> them up, and then Jake's just sitting there talking? Basically. Yeah, did you see, I'm assuming you saw the one from last night. Yeah. So after he got done beating up those guys, he he's like, "Did you tell him, Jake? Did you tell him?" You know. And then he turns him turns Jake around, like basically takes off his shirt, and he wrote, "Everybody dies on the back of Jake's back." Yeah. And that's it. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it doesn't. Uh, it, like I said, it doesn't have the same feel. Like. You lost already. You know, and I, it, not that you have to be undefeated for that to ring true, but I i mean, and we've talked about momentum and stuff like that before. I think that they completely took the wind out of his sail with that loss. You know, here's this big, here's this monster that we're afraid of, and you got Jake the Snake, like one of the greatest promo guys of all time, putting him over. This is uh, a force to be reckoned with. Oh, he's oh he, he lost. Oh, you you wrote something on his back, Lance. And <laughs> it's just it doesn't feel the same us. anymore. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And so, but and they keep doing it. You know, I felt the same way about Brody Lee. Now, thankfully, I think that they've done a great job of bringing him back up because the Dark Order is like unstoppable right now. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but dude, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. They might be my favorite tag team in AEW. Really? I mean, no, but <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoy watching them. Yeah. Huh. 
But anyway, my point, not to get sidetracked there, but, you know, Brody Lee had this feud with, with Mox. And, and then he lost, and then that was it. nothing. Yep. So, yeah. And then uh, Brian Cage in, in Moxley. Exactly. And now nothing. And now, yeah, where's Brian Cage? Right. And Taz is it, just relegated doing commentary again. Yep. Like, where's Ricky Starks? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where, where's everybody? Where'd everybody go? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. You have one show a week. I mean, you have Dark also, but... Essentially, you have one show a week, and there's only so many people that can be on, and I get it. Trust me. But your feuds just go nowhere. There's, yeah, you, there's bring, you, you bring people yeah. on with such momentum, and then after a couple of weeks, they're gone. Right. That kills the momentum. Totally. It kills it. And it's, yeah, it, it, it's it's frustrating. And so... All of that to be said, and I guess that we just really needed some good <laughs> uh, um, examples to, to really drive the point home. But I really hope they don't do that with Mox and MJF, regardless of what the outcome is. If MJF wins and he's the new champ. Great. I hope Mox is pissed and is like coming back after him. Yeah. MJF loses. I hope he's pissed and blames it on the ref or... Tony Khan or Wardlow or whatever, and he and they'd stay in a feud because yeah. for the first time you've got two great guys on the mic feuding. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you had MJF and Cody feuding, yeah, and that feud has kind of fizzled. It's not over by any means, but it's kind of fizzled. Um, kind of just put on hold. So that's kind of cool. I like that it it was never really resolved. It's just uh, they're not yeah. heat, they're not at each other right now. Um, but yeah, you've got two guys that can talk with the best of them. Let them do that. Mm-hmm. I think for the first time in a long time, this really feels like a big time world championship match that they're going to have. At least yeah. to me. I mean, I. All the other, all the other world championship matches in the past couple of months haven't really had that big, that big feel to it, you know. What about Mox and Jericho? Well, that was months ago. I'm just saying, like some of the more recent ones. Since that then, month, yeah, yeah, since then, yeah. I so. mean, yes, nothing. nothing I mean, not really saying does. not saying that every. <clears throat> well, I just kind of backed myself into a corner right now. But, yeah. You um, did. yeah. I'm not saying that like every world title match needs to I don't know needs to feel like so big and so out of control for it to work, but I mean going back to what we said, you have all these guys that come in who they put a lot of momentum into and they get in this world title match and they lose and they're gone. So that, in a way, that kind of just deflates the whole, kind of like that whole title scene altogether a little bit. Yeah. I think. But, I, I, but this I one, it, but this one, it feels like, like you said, win or lose. I don't see MJ. Continue. It could continue. I don't see it. You know, just MJF going off TV for like a two weeks and then he shows up on dark. So, <laughs> right, right. 
So, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I agree. Um, speaking of titles, the brand new TNT title was unveiled yesterday. Uh, the gold with the new plates. Mm-hmm. My understanding is that was the original idea for the design. Mm-hmm. Um, but the oh, they really played it up on how was, big and beautiful uh, it looked on commentary. I guess Did you hear doing that? Doing things for COVID, they, I think they were making respirators, and so that was the delay. Did you hear that? But anyway, so that was unveiled. Um, in a match with you, Scorpio Sky. I'm, I, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Did you hear anything I said? No. Oh, okay. I must have lost you for a second. But no, I'm going back to what you're saying about the plates. You know, they really played it up that that belt looks really big and beautiful now that they put the new plates on. Right. right. Yeah. Well, what did you think? Oh, it definitely looked better, I thought. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. But they really... The commentary team really put a heavy emphasis on that, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they got a discount because it was delayed. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, oh, yeah, we'll put it over. We'll make sure that, you know, they know we appreciate it. It's better be in my um, mailbox in two weeks. <laughs> Scorpio Sky, Cody, what did you, um, first of all, um, before we get into it, I freaking love Scorpio Sky. Yeah. I think that dude has, like... So much potential. Like, eventually will be AEW world champ. At least I hope so. Mm-hmm. But what did you think of the match? I thought it was a solid match. I just... Um, it seemed like both of them were switching back between heel and face during the match, though. It was a weird match. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't feel it, honestly. Like, watching it, I was like... Okay, it's uh oh oh okay, and it's over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's weird." And so, I kind of feel like Scorpio Sky is going to turn heel. See, I kind I'm kind of getting more of a heel vibe, a slow heel vibe from like Cody, a little bit. He's hmm. coming coming out with a big group of people. Um, did you notice how he reacted when Justin Roberts announced him as the Prince of Professional Wrestling? No, but it, now that you're saying that, a lot of it's making sense. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I feel like it's leading to an eventual heel turn for Cody. Okay, I could see that. And that could be cool. Almost like uh, basketball. In the beginning, <laughs> when the football team's like like over celebrating, yeah, kind of like that. Like he has a big entourage, has all these fireworks, yeah, like poses after every move, nicknames, you know, stuff like that, that. He's announced as, and yeah, 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 almost like uh, good old BP four with all of his, <laughs> you know, <laughs> monikers and accolades that are announced at the beginning of the match. It could be the same thing, right? He's he's probably turning heel too. So that's interesting. Okay. I didn't think, I didn't consider that. I saw Kazarian in the crowd and he was looking like maybe he was thinking you know, about looking, something. Like, he, he was scheming. <laughs> he, had, he had some deep he's thoughts going on in his head. <laughs> I just don't like his um, face. Yeah. Um, 
But no, I mean, Scorpio, I think, has had a few opportunities. He didn't even lose to Jericho. Hey, he lost to Jericho. Um, and then he loses to Cody. I, I, I could see this kind of pushing him down a dark path. Yeah. You know, and that could be cool. Mm-hmm. Plus, I haven't seen Christopher Daniels in a while, so I'm not sure what's going on with SCU. Did he just lose a match to John Moxley like a couple weeks ago, and now he's off TV? Who? Daniels. That's why we don't see him. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, another thing. Anyway. Another thing. Um, we had a date. Had a debut this week on uh, Dynamite. Did we know? Yes, Mike Kyoto. Referee yeah. Mike Kyoto. Yeah. Mike, sorry. I Yeah, baby. I, Mike I burped. <laughs> <laughs> Mike the key Kyoto. Yes. Longtime WWE ref who was let go during all that stuff that happened a few months ago, I think. That's true. Yeah, yeah. 30 yeah. years in the biz. Mhm. And uh I think he refed one of he refed the Sean and Undertaker match. Like the uh the really good one at WrestleMania. I mean, I mean they're all good, but I mean the, the one that gets the one? No, not the Hell in a Cell, the one um where Undertaker did that dive and Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it almost broke his neck. So, he rough. Hmm. So. Hmm. Yeah, good old Mike Kyoto. Yep. Speaking of Mike Kyoto, the ref the the ref, the match that he did ref was Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. What'd Thoughts? you think of that? Um, it was really choppy. Like they there were really a choppy? lot of choppy. Like actual chops to the chest or just like talking no. about in general it was choppy. Yeah, they just yeah, they just weren't clicking. You don't think so? No. Huh. There were there was clearly a spot they were supposed to do with the dragon screw leg whip because they tried it three times. Well, I think and Jericho then, meant to take it on the back like that. But I don't I think, think I so. think Taz even acknowledged it. He said usually when you do a dragon screw. Yeah, yeah Taz tried to cover for him, but that I don't think that was the right spot because then Cassidy went for it on like a third or fourth time and Jericho cut him off. Mm-hmm. And then he completely changed the spot. Huh. So it, it, something wasn't working with that. And then the finish was. Yeah, I, that 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 pin was kind of anticlimactic. I yeah, guess. which is fine, right? I mean, that's whatever. A roll up definitely makes sense in this instance. But I, feel, I felt like it should have been quicker. Exactly. And it probably was supposed to be. It, it just, something was going on. I don't know. Yeah. Jericho. It just didn't live up to the hype. I mean, besides all that, I thought it was a decent match. I didn't really have any big problems or see any, like, big, big screw-ups or anything like that. Um, I just think it's, you know, Jericho's just getting older. Yeah, um, that, that's probably part of it, honestly. He's drinking more of that bubbly each and every day, and, you know, yeah. 
It was fine. I mean, originally I was like, man, I can't believe Jericho lost. Mm-hmm. Um, probably it was probably my uh, my knee jerk reaction to it. But <laughs> you're like, man, I can't believe Jericho lost. <laughs> yeah, it was my my exact enthusiasm. Total, you nailed it. Total knee jerk. <laughs> oh man, what a jerk! Oh, but he lost. Oh man, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I don't know. The more I thought about it, I was like, okay, well, realistically, what could have like Jericho didn't really have anything to lose. You know, like Jericho doesn't lose anything by losing. He's still Chris Jericho. He's yeah. still, you know, Cassidy losing, losing, as we've found out, gets you relegated to dark. Yeah. For a four so. week stint. So, <laughs> so he kind of needed to win. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want to go back to YouTube. Right. So I don't know. It's possible this feud continues too. Well, I kind of, Felt like this was because they wrestled once before, right? In Jericho right, won. In Jericho won, and then Orange did the uh, dumping the orange juice on a jacket. So then, if Jericho won, then Orange Cassie would have to pay him seven thousand dollars to get a new jacket or get it clean. Right. Yeah. Yep. So. So, but it's possible that you know now it's it's one to one, right? So they've got to have a third match. Okay. I don't really care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, realistic. Do you wrestling about <laughs> <laughs> about the weather? Yeah, about work. <laughs> but realistic. I mean, about that feud. Do you, uh, do you care about it? I mean, I, I guess Jericho's involved, so therefore I do. But uh, I'm I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine with it ending right now. I don't yeah. think. I mean, I don't think it will end, but I'd be I'd be fine if it did. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it maybe it merges with um, Santana Ortiz and the best friends. Maybe that. So you get like a six man. Didn't they already do that before? I feel like they huh. have. I yeah, you're probably I, right. I might be wrong, but I I feel like that's happened before. But yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Okay, well, scratch that. Scratch it off. Scratch it. Okay. Itch it. Okay. Is what? Sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I just said itch it, but itch it. Itch it. Um. What else? Well, do you want to get into the? cluster of the NXT ladder match that <laughs> I mean for the North enough. American title that we really <laughs> like right before we started recording we were talking about that and we we're like we have no idea what's going on like it's it feels like it's just a big cluster like it's been all over the place as far as um the competitors trying to qualify for the match yeah it's uh, sober I can't do math <laughs> And now you want me to do it? Yeah. Because one week I thought, was, a couple weeks ago, I thought they already had the three people qualify for it. And then. And then it ballooned to like five people. And then they were given like second chances to people. That should be the name of a pay per view. 
that should be the name of this week's show, Second Chances. <laughs> <laughs> no, has to be something completely unexpected. Okay. Well, we'll but, keep talking and something unexpected will blurt out. Like, so. like Sprint and T-Mobile joining <laughs> forces. <laughs> Let me get my typewriter. <laughs> Hate mail. <laughs> That's the name of it. Anyway. Okay, so ladder match. Yeah. So... Cameron so, Grimes is somehow in it now. Yeah, because he beat and a returning Velveteen Dream in a triple threat. Okay. So then after the match, Velveteen Dream started attacking Kushida, and then Finn Balor came out because next week those two are going to have a match, have like a second chance match. For the ladder match? What? Who? Kushida and Balor? No, no, Finn Balor and Velveteen Dream. Because okay. I think a couple weeks ago, Finn Balor was involved in one of those triple threat matches and he lost. Yeah, because... Uh, what's what's his name? Blonde guy, mustache. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. That's we're not, we're not playing guess who. Does your person have glasses? <laughs> Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis, okay. <laughs> he, he, he beat Finn Balor. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. So Finn Balor is obviously going to win that match. Uh, who knows? I mean. <laughs> Me. I'm telling you, when we first talked about this, I told you that Finn Balor was going to be in this ladder match and that he was going to win. Yeah. I don't know. And then he lost to Dexter Loomis. I was like, well. <laughs> well, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> but now, now that there's second chances, he's totally winning. I'm telling yeah. you, he's going to be in the ladder match. It's going to be him, Loomis. Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes. But it's supposed to be a triple threat ladder match. No, it's five. It's a five-way. Originally, it's supposed to be like a triple threat ladder match, right? When they first announced I feel like, it. I feel like you heard triple no, threat. But no, that's they're, having, they're having triple threat matches. They have a series of triple threat matches. To determine a five-way. To de- no, I thought it was going to be a three-way ladder match. No, that would be too easy. <laughs> I'm confused, then. Clearly, it's, yeah, it's it's a five way. Cameron Grimes. The fact that we even have Bronson to sit here Reed. and argue about this shows that this has been really confusing. Raw Underground. <laughs> <laughs> Shayna Blazer. <laughs> Finn, Finn Baylor. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> And Finn Baylor. <laughs> he works at the courthouse. There you go. I like it. <laughs> Finn Bailiff. <laughs> That's a good one. That's almost as good as Gin Yankee. Lex Lager. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> Dude, we've got a faction. Yeah. Retribution. Eat your heart out right now. Anyway, no. Bronson Reed, Finn Balor, 
Dexter Loomis. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Who's going to a fifth person? Why isn't Kushida getting a second chance match? He lost two. What about um, <laughs> Damian Priest? He's number five. Well, he just got beat by uh, what? Bronson Reed? Second chances. <sighs> Why? That just makes it more confusing. It muddies the whole situation. Second. I know. I know what you're saying. Chances. Second chances, yes. Yeah. But it muddies the situation in this scenario. Because then you're just confusing people. They. So? So? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying earlier this week, I thought to myself, and I was like, Vince McMahon, this, I tell you, coronavirus has brought Vince McMahon, all of Vince McMahon's dreams come true. He's finally got his his dream, and that's no fans. He's making movies. He doesn't. He doesn't have to listen to the stupid fans chanting whatever they want. Yeah, saying one fall, saying too sweet, bouncing beach balls, booing Roman Reigns. They, he doesn't have to listen to him anymore. He can do whatever he wants. So therefore, he does. A la second chances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now on to more important things. Talking Shopamania. Did you watch it? No, I did not watch Talking Shopamania. Uh, this is like two weeks ago, wasn't it? Or a week ago? Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Talk about Talking Shopamania. Enzo was on it. I did know that. You did? I did. Okay. Brian Myers, Hornswoggle. Well, Swoggle. Swags. Swags. Swoggin. Uh, Swoggin Mania. Lodi. Uh huh. From Raven's Flock. Yeah. Brian Pillman Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Sex Ferguson. Chad, too bad. Yeah, it was uh, it was entertaining. You should have watched it. I watched it. I enjoyed it. Oh, it looks uh, honestly. Remember when we made that movie? Um, yeah, <laughs> about oh, there's no way for me to say this without it sounding bad. <laughs> that we stupid were, movie we, going, we made with Ted. Yeah, okay. and yep. with uh, starring Batman and Darth Vader and Arnold Schwarzenegger and yeah. It just gets worse the more I talk. Um, <laughs> that's kind of what Talking Shopamania reminded me of. A lot of cameos. So you said we could have been making movies and just putting it up on like pay-per-view for people to buy? Yes. As long as we promoted it as the worst thing ever? Yes. Oh. <sighs> I guess what I'm saying is, I don't know where Ted lives anymore. Canada? I don't know. Yeah, Um, Canada. Go there, get the tape. Somehow put it online. I'll work on (laughs) it. And we will sell tickets to it. Is that how it works? I think I meshed three different energy. We don't sell tickets to a video that we posted online. (laughs) 
Listen, <laughs> I don't know how things work. Put it on your typewriter. Put that Bud Light down. <laughs> what? And start. I literally <laughs> just picked it up. Put it back down. Mm-mm. And think about what you just said about selling tickets to a video that we posted online. Type it up. <laughs> you type it up. Speaking of typing, where are we? What are we doing? We, What's next? We, we, uh, we just got done talking about Talking Shopamania. It was NXT before that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're about... A-Dub. A-Dub. Sammy Guevara tried to murder Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah. Threw that chair right in his face. Yeah. What, what was going on with that? I don't know. Who, like, whose that, idea was that? Because well, that I is, would be pissed. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is absolutely the wrong way to throw a chair at somebody. Yeah. I mean, you can't even make an excuse for that. Yeah, I would be pissed. Yeah. I, like, I'm probably if, divorced. I if Bree threw a chair like that at you? <laughs> <laughs> no. If she was watching on TV and that happened, I'd yeah. come home and all my stuff would be in the lawn. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if he was just like in the moment and just. Yeah, it's not good. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Okay, a couple. I'm going to lightning round you. You ready? Uh, Yeah. Kyrie Sane leaving WWE. Thoughts? Um. Well, she went to Twitter right afterwards, after her beatdown, and got and told everybody thank you. Like yep. literally, literally minutes after she was beaten down. Really? Is that what happened? Yeah. I guess I missed that. Yeah. I just heard like, oh yeah, I guess Kyrie Sane's done, and then sure enough, she was done. Yeah. Like, I, I guess I missed all of that. That's that's crazy. So did she quit or what? I think she moved back to be with her boyfriend or her husband or whatever. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. What's the next chapter for her? Wrestling in Japan. I I mean, you think so? You think that's what she's doing or you think she's Well, yeah. I mean, obviously okay. she she still loves to wrestle, loves wrestling, but now she's great gonna, at it. Yeah. And now she's going to have the opportunity to do that with without being, you know, so far away from her significant other. So yeah, fair enough. Okay, next one, ready? Yes. Two women power trip. Two women power trip. Sasha Bailey. Uh, entertaining. Agreed. Yeah. Two women that have deserved what they're getting right now for a long time. Mm-hmm. TNT title scene. Well, so far, it's a, it's basically whoever shows up on Tuesdays. <laughs> it isn't whoever really much can, of a scene. Whoever can pass a test, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you have a fever? You're in. Yep. Go, go, go. <laughs> Who are you? I don't care. Except Get in there. For, uh, I guess, you know, the upcoming match between Brody Lee and Cody. But, I mean, basically, that's all it is. Like, whoever shows up on Tuesdays. So, okay, Cody has defended against Eddie Kingston, Sonny Kiss, Jungle Boy, War Horse, Mark Ken, or Quen, I don't know. Mark, uh, yeah. Scorpio Sky. Yep. And Ricky, that's it. Ricky Starks. Oh, yep, Ricky Starks. 
Uh-huh. So that's seven. That's I feel like it. there's one other person. I don't think so. I think that's it. I have a few questions. Okay. <laughs> what about those people that were in the tournament to crown the inaugural TNT champion? You didn't make it to through the tournament, so you'll never have a shot at it ever yeah. again. Like Dustin Rhodes or Kip Sabian or They're on dark, Lance man. Archer. They're on dark. I just... If you're going to make records matter, win-loss records matter, how, how does that work? Do the records only matter... For I remember us talking. I remember us talking about this a while back about okay. records. Can't remember what I said, but <laughs> we talked about it. Get your typewriter out. Yep, and rewind the tape. <laughs> sell a ticket. Um. Yeah, I mean, what the hell's going on with that title? Like, I trust me. I like the open challenge. Love it. Mm-hmm. But, but if you're you going to have a promotion that's based on win and loss records. Right. Then technically the open challenge format doesn't work. Right. I mean, is there a division? Do you have to enter a division? You know what I mean? Like guessing hey, an application and then a well, $20, $20 fee. So I mean, realistically though, like uh, you have two singles belts. Mhm. What does your win-loss record go towards? Only one of those? Right. You know, if if you want this to be more of a sport, which you yourself said, not, you know, this isn't words I'm creating. Like, you said this is a sport-based pro wrestling. No, I said they... No, not you, you, oh. you. I'm saying oh. you in general. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they promoted themselves as a sport-based promotion. Right. So, like, as a sport, like... Do you have to sanction yourself? Are there divisions? Like, okay, I have, I am um, entering myself into the TNT title division. So therefore, my record goes towards being a number one and being a contender for that title. Mm-hmm. Or I'm entering myself in the AEW world title. Or is it more like EuroLeague soccer where I'm entering myself in the AEW world title division? But I keep losing because I suck. So therefore, I'm getting relegated down to the TNT title division. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there could be some sense to be made of that. But they, it's, and again, I get it. You have a limited roster because of coronavirus. I totally understand. But that doesn't mean you just pretend like those things don't exist. If these, if this is what you're hanging your hat on when you started the promotion, then you need to stick with it. That's why it can get a little confusing when you go that route on keeping track of people's win and loss records in professional wrestling. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's a great idea in theory, but again, as soon as you start straying from that, you're exactly right. That's when the water gets muddied and you're like, Oh shit. Uh, you, 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 you get a title shot tonight. Yeah. What? I think, I think they should just drop it, just drop the win-loss records. Because that's got to be – because if you are a person who's, let's say, booking the show, you have to know exactly who everybody's win-loss record is. Right. 
That's got to be such a pain in the ass to keep track of. Well, I mean, I suppose. And especially if you're trying to <clears throat> create a storyline for us the specific specific person that you think would get over in a certain with a certain person whoever's holding the title but then you look at their right. win loss record and like oh well they've they have a yeah. crappy win loss record this person yeah, has yeah. like this person right, has yeah. a better win loss record well, yeah, so we gotta uh, rack what up do some I, wins real I, quick what do i do what do i do you know <laughs> yeah yeah so quick bring in some bring in some indie talent and put them over real quick yeah yeah, so, you're right. So that's where it can get really confusing and just, yeah, too much. Too much to keep track of, I think. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so I, I, I have one other topic. Okay. And I don't know if you have anything else. So maybe we'll end on this topic. Uh, yeah, we're like an hour and 20 minutes. Right? I don't know. Yeah. I'm... Bud Light has doesn't Light. keep track of time. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, the tag team appreciation night. Uh, uh, Rock and Roll Express recently removed um, NWA World Tag Team Champions. Tolly and Arn. Mm-hmm. And FTR with the heel turn. Yeah. Thoughts? When I was watching that, I think what they're trying to do is relate each tag team. By each tag team, I mean FTR and the Young Bucks to the teams that they were standing next to. You know, Young Bucks were standing to the Rock and Roll Express. I thought the same thing. FTR was standing next to... uh, Arn and Tully. So yeah, I think I they're the trying thing. to show the similarities between those teams standing next to each other while also showing the contrasting differences between FTR and the Young Bucks at the same time. Yeah. So so I kind of picked up on that, but also it just seemed like it was a big, I don't know, it was a big ass-kissing moment for the Young Bucks <laughs> because basically all they did when they were out there was just talking about how great the Young Bucks were and how... Well, that was the idea. Yeah, but I don't think they were that great. But... I, <laughs> I, and that's fine, but that's, yeah. that's totally the idea. I mean, yeah. it is definitely like what will drive a wedge into any relationship they have whether it's a newly formed relationship with FTR or an existing relationship they have with Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. You know, like, look at that little vignette they had where it was him and Kenny Omega being interviewed. Mm-hmm. It's like, who, who's your who's the best tag team? And he's like, oh, Kenny's like, I'll say the Young Bucks. And Hangman Page was like, what? And he's like, well, who are you going to say? He's like, well, I was going to say us, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> and so that whole God complex will be what drives a wedge. Mm-hmm. As it 
has already proven to do. Right. But what do you think about FTR doing the spike pile driver to the Rock and Roll Express? Uh, I think it's the first real heel thing that they've done since they've been there. I like FTR as a heel tag team. I think that's what they're they, better suited yeah, for. Yeah, they work better as a heel tag team. Totally. Yep. It's obviously setting up for FTR Young Bucks, but is it too soon? Uh, well, who else are they going to have to go through? Well, if they would ever put over another freaking tag team, there'd be plenty. <laughs> I mean, Butcher and Blade lose to everyone. Yeah. I mean, everyone. Uh, private Party. Do they even wrestle anymore? Uh, I think on the Dynamite show on August 22nd on the Saturday, they're going to face FTR. Oh, okay. So they're going to be losing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, tag team appreciation that you have so many tag teams and the tag team division is great, but no one ever wins. I mean, it's basically the young bucks and Omega and page. Basically. Yeah. That's all like, it is. Evil Uno and Stu Grayson should have won that match against the young bucks last night or uh, last night. Yeah. But for whatever dumb reason, they didn't. And Butcher and Blade should have beat the Young Bucks, too. Well, they didn't. <laughs> Fair. They, they you got didn't. me there. So, so technically, your tag team is consisting of three main teams. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And by mean that, I'm saying three teams that are being heavily featured and are consistently winning on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. Not to stretch it even longer, but <laughs> going back to the point I made several weeks ago about the four horsemen, mm -hmm. you saw Sean Spears come strolling out there. Yes, I did. I immediately thought that when I saw you, when I saw it. I remember so, what you said a couple weeks ago or a while back. So do you think Hangman is the the fourth member? I mean, obviously not yet, right? But, like, do you think that's what they're working up towards? It's a possibility. I mean, but who's who's going to – who's who do you think is going to turn heel or turn against each other first, Omega or Hangman? That you know what, and that's a. I'm glad you said that because. Well, actually, what leads you to ask that question? Mm, just because, because I thought of, of, I thought of it right now. Because Omega, like, has those moments where he just like starts randomly, beating on Marco Stunt. Yeah, that didn't. What was going on with that? That's yeah. That's why I said what I said. Like, yeah, I is didn't, Omega? Yeah, does he turn a little crazy? Or is you know, Hangman just trying is getting sick of, you know, the Young Bucks and Omega all together, and kind of like being underneath their shadow, I guess. He definitely is, but I think that they have to lose. It's not going to be just, I'm going to turn and while we still have the, the titles, because right. why would he do that? Right. 
So they have to lose. Mm-hmm. But who do they lose to? Obviously not Butcher and Blade. No. That's not happening. <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> Express. <laughs> oh, man. It would have to be FTR, right? Yeah. Yeah, it will be FTR. And they'll get the pin on Omega. Because or maybe they'll get the pin on Page and yeah they'll get the pin they'll get the pin on Page and Omega will be nowhere to be found like he'll be like not there to help him out or something yeah because Sean Spears will cause a distraction there you go book it book it Tony do it well. Yeah, any other uh, lightning round questions for me <laughs> or anything else you want to you talk about? We've been at this for about an hour and a half. Well, we had to get caught up, man. Yeah, we did have to get caught up. I agree. So it was a little bit longer of an episode. A little longer, had to get caught up, but I think we're there. I think we're in a good place. It just means more entertainment for all five of you that are listening. Six. Six. Oh, I forgot yeah. the, Forgot Mr. Fourth. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fourth is actually the sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Revenge of the sixth. <laughs> oh, Revenge of the fifth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of another Star Wars movie, and I couldn't. Phantom Menace. No, that went with sixth. Oh, there isn't one. <laughs> uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Return of the Seventh. I don't know. No, Return no. of the Mac. <laughs> Once again. Okay, I think we've had enough. This Bud Light's half full. Uh-oh. See what I said there. I'm yes. an optimist. <clears throat> okay. Well, let's promote some stuff and get out of here. So, <laughs> what do you want to promote? Well, let's Play promote. Uh, well, let's what promote. Let's promote you, us. You doing? You doing stand up this weekend? No. Everyone, <laughs> buy a ticket. <laughs> I got some great jokes about weather. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, we are on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, Quick Pain Pod. You can also go to our website, quickpainpod.com. Check that out. Uh, we also have merchandise. Yeah, we there do. Should, there should be a link on our Instagram page, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, so click on that link. It'll take you to a different website where you see all the stuff that we have with our very... Shirts. Shirts with our logo on it. <laughs> Mugs. Yeah. Soon, Stickers. Soon to come toilet paper. Yeah. That would be something. Yeah, that would be something. I mean, I guess you'd use a sticker or a shirt. You wouldn't want to use a pen, though. No. <laughs> you could use an iPhone case. <laughs> or even an iPhone. Yeah. Just do that. <laughs> it's the phone that can do everything, so. That's right. There's an app for that. Yeah. But yeah, go okay. check it out and buy some merchandise and let us know what you think. Please? Yeah, please, please. I'm talking to you, Mr. Forth. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, 
Thank you, Dylan, for taking the time out for me today. (laughs) I'm glad I could fit you into my busy schedule. Uh, Just jokes. Yeah. So next week? Next week. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye. See you guys.